We're working on our confession series. Go to our social media, Bad Right Breast, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, where we're asking confessions and want your response. All identities are kept confidential, of course. You can comment directly, DM me, or email me at badrightbreast at gmail.com, or you can leave your own message in your own voice on our call line at 646-494-4962. And now, on with the show. Hi, my name is Lori Brown Kindred, and this, well, this is Bad Right Breast. The words that you're told simply because you are diagnosed with cancer, and then the words that surround those words. The definition of survivor, according to Google, is a person who survives, especially a person remaining alive after an event in which others have died. The definition of warrior, again, according to Google, is a brave or experienced soldier or fighter. The definition of hero, to be consistent, Google says, is a person who is admired or idealized for courage, outstanding achievements, or noble qualities. When these words are told to you, that you are those words, after going through something that you truly had no choice, that every other person who is diagnosed is also forced to go through, all because the alternative is death. Well, sometimes those words just sit there. Difficult, sometimes impossible to digest. For the last time, Here are our artists sharing their thoughts on the words survivor, warrior, and hero when it comes to them and their cancers. It's so interesting. I just saw a discussion about this on the on the First Descent's Facebook the other day, or like last week. There was suddenly like this thread that exploded about it. All groups of people, you know, we're not an ideological monolith. We all have very different ideas of what the wrong thing to say is. We all have very different ideas about the words that are like the correct words to use. Personally, the warrior imagery, hero, fighter, all that. Maybe it's because I wasn't like athletic. Like I'm, a, I'm the weakling. I was like last place in every single thing I've ever done in PE class. It just doesn't inspire me to try to think of myself as like, I'm so tough. I just don't fit into that mold at all. I actually have a, a joke in, in a, a play that I wrote about a character that has cancer where she's like scrolling through Instagram at all of the like cancer warriors and like the more glamorous cancer people. And like, I don't know how to have cancer like in like a cool way where you get a lot of followers on the internet. And yeah, there's like, there's like, fu- there's like funny archetypes to make fun of there. And I, had a production of that show and afterwards there was a woman in the audience who was a cancer survivor who came up to me and was like look I'm into all that warrior stuff but that was hilarious and I love that you made fun of us and I was like oh (laughs) it works on some people and not on others survivor I feel like is a totally different thing I've probably said that word a million times in this interview because it's like my go-to word to describe anyone who has any 
has or has had cancer, it was only because of that discussion that I just learned that some people are uncomfortable with that, especially when they have more chronic conditions. So it's something that I'm thinking about more now, but officially, I think anyone has been diagnosed as a cancer survivor. Like, I, you know, even, even friends that I didn't end up surviving the whole time were still survivors for a time, you know, like my, my friend who just passed away, like I've been saying like, oh, my, me and my cancer survivor friends are getting together. Like, oh, me and my cancer survivor writing group. I don't know what else I would call him. I don't feel like you take the, the survivor badge away when someone like comes to the end of their life. That doesn't really make any sense. He's a cancer survivor. And also he eventually died from cancer. He lived with cancer for years. I don't feel like we can take that away from him. I think we're all survivors. I also just don't think there's a better word. I feel like patient like socks as a thing to use to identify a community, especially because like, yeah, a lot of people aren't still in treatment, but are still like having this experience. I'm open to it if there's a better word, but right now it's, it's the word. I go back and forth and I struggle with those words because I have lost a good number of dear friends who have died from cancer. And I hate hearing, you know, they lost their fight with. That's my biggest problem. Like it implies that there is a victor and that there is a loser. With those words, intentional or not, comes the idea of effort or skill. And cancer does not discriminate. It just doesn't. And there is no reason necessarily why one person dies and the other one lives. Survivor sounds about right because I feel like I need to get pretty scrappy some days. Hero, I'm like, I don't want to be a hero just because I got a diagnosis. Let me be a hero. Let me be an inspiration for the things I do otherwise. And I certainly don't feel like an inspiration on the days when I'm like on the couch watching Golden Girls, sipping my ginger ale. I'm like, that's not what a hero is. That's not what inspiration is. <laughs> Survivor, I'm kind of lukewarm on. Hero. Please don't call me a hero. Save it for somebody else who really like deserves it. I'm just of the mentality that war verbiage or, or rhetoric, we can do better than that. I think we need to do better than that. And we certainly need to do better than that for the people that have died because of cancer. They have not lost their battle with their body. Couldn't, and that's the other thing, separating the body from the person, right? Their body wasn't strong enough. Not that they weren't strong enough. Their body was overtaken. That feels more accurate to me. I don't think they're applicable. I mean, I think hero and warrior are stupid. And survivor, because basically, again, we just kind of do whatever our doctors say to do and just kind of deal with it, you know, if we trust our doctors. It's kind of like a get through, like I got through it. It's not like, I mean, it's not anything, it's not like an accomplishment that I did other than, yes, I took my medicine at the same time every day. You know, I can say like, yes, I did that. <laughs> but it's not like, 
yay, you made this great cake and it was great. I mean, it, I mean it's like, because it just happens to you and everything happens to you and you just get poked and prodded and you're just showing up for the doctor's appointments that people tell you to do. And it's not like you're controlling the journey. So I guess survivor, because you got through it. I guess it's because you got through it that the survivor is the best word. But the whole thing about a warrior, I mean, I don't know. I, I just think they're kind of stupid. <laughs> I can relate to survivor because I feel like I've survived not so much the surgeries, but the physicians and their terrible bedside manners. I've survived the things that are outside of my control. I don't really feel like I've survived the cancer because the cancer is me. I am the cancer. Cancer is cells. I create the cancer. My body does. So I feel like I've survived the world of healthcare, especially being overdosed. I survived that. I survived the machines inside of me with the lung cancer and the tube. I have 98% breathing capacity. Like I survived that. I survived COVID so far. I survived the vaccine. Yeah, that's how I feel like survival. I survived my abuse as a child with, you know, my dysfunctional family. Hero? No. Hell no. I do not feel like a hero. I feel like a human being with all the, the stuff that makes me human. I feel more human than ever. I don't feel like a warrior. Other people say that. Survivor, yes. Warrior, hero, no. There are people who have been through much worse than I went through. They are the ones who are, if you're going to use those words, those people. Everybody talks about it being a battle. Everybody has their own battles, their own struggles. I know I was very lucky in the combination of my people, my physical strength, and my realization personally in a psychological manner that I knew I could get through this. And having been a very independent, even though introverted person, I kind of knew that if I needed to do it on my own, I would somehow pull something out of me and do it. Didn't want the, didn't want the option, but. <laughs> so. I like the word survivor. I don't think, I don't know if I like the other two because it doesn't, it doesn't feel like you're leaping tall buildings or anything. It just, it literally just feels like you're surviving. So 
that one seems okay, but I don't really care for the other two for me. I mean, it's nice. I know people are just trying to say something that they don't necessarily know how to say. So I'll take it, but it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like true. It's so weird. I mean, I have a couple of ladies that I've mentored through Hope for Two, the Pregnant with Cancer Network, who have referred to me like as their hero and they wouldn't have gotten through it if I hadn't held their hand and goofed around with them online um, while they were going through sessions. I appreciate that, you know, more than I can say. But simply put, they would have gotten through it, whether I was there or not. Like, they would have, you know, these are strong ladies. It kind of like leaves like a burr in my throat to think about it. Instead of painting people as these survivors and, and stuff like, why don't we do something to actually like people who are sick, who didn't go out and... I don't know, like, I don't want to talk horribly about anybody, but, you know, didn't make unfortunate life choices, you know, like they didn't have a gambling addiction and whoops, got cancer, didn't do anything like that. Like your body decided mutiny and (laughs) went for it whole hog. It doesn't make you a hero, in my opinion. I wish that all of those pink products would just go to like forming an adequate healthcare system instead of here's a pink lip gloss. It means breast cancer. Now you've helped someone. Good job, you know, or whatever. I don't think that there is anything for lymphoma. No, there's Mountain Dew colored ribbons, which is so gross in my opinion, because it always reminds me of the biopsy. I don't like it. I'd rather just be me and not somebody's hero or I don't think I am anybody's hero. I don't know. Maybe they were being nice. I just actually heard a childhood cancer survivor talk about this and there's just stuff that you don't choose. So often those terms are applied to things where you don't have a choice about being a hero or a survivor or anything like that. So you're just going through so I almost feel like it's their words that other people use that don't mean that much to me either way. I mean, of course I'm a survivor, but I so so is a mother of any kind, you know, I think a hero, all those things. I, I just think I just have a I have a really high opinion of people individually, I think. Generally People do a great job. They survive a lot. (laughs) They are heroic a lot. And I think that I am just a TV watching slob (laughs) most of the time. (laughs) You know, Survivor and Warrior were things I definitely heard a lot. I definitely felt very warrior-like. I still feel very warrior-like, especially with my, (laughs) with my hair, (laughs) Uh, because I think you do have to be a warrior to get through it. Uh, You have no choice to, when you are surgery and chemo and radiation or whatever it is you have to do. I mean, you're, you're subjecting yourself to 
what I like to call modern day torture a little bit. And you have to have the mentality that you're going to worry you're through it. Cause otherwise, why do you keep going and doing it 12 times or 20 times or however many times you have to do it? Definitely feel like a warrior, a survivor. I looked that up once. I was like, when do you call yourself a survivor when you've had cancer, which is apparently the second you have a diagnosis, uh, you're a survivor. I'm definitely one of those as well. I think anybody probably who has cancer is just like, you know, nobody wants to die from it. Right. And I, I, you know, our bodies, we're just meant to survive. Like we're not meant to just lay down and be like, okay, yeah, whatever. Let it, I mean, it gets to the point sometimes, but I think when you have kids, especially like you're not gonna, you want to be here for them. So you're going to do whatever it takes to survive, to, to be here for them and hero. I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's, that's a really big, (laughs) that's a really big term. I'm not sure I'm comfortable with, but it's funny because friends of mine had like a superhero ish cartoon character. That was me that said, if you, um, what was the quote? Um, Oh, I might have cancer, but cancer doesn't have me. (laughs) B-U-T-T, but cancer doesn't have me. You know what? It's so true. And I loved that. And I, I do have that superhero painting up on my wall. And so, yes, I am a superhero in a little bit of a way <laughs> because I think I try to make it comfortable to talk about more comfortable to talk about. Cause there is this huge stigma with colorectal cancer, ass cancer, butt cancer, you know, my what's Instagram is what's up your ass, which <laughs> the middle schoolers found that. And I was like, Oh, you know, and then they, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Miss Farrell, this is so inappropriate. I said, it's actually very appropriate. I had cancer in my butt. You know, that's why it's very important to know what's in your butt because it could be cancer. And, you know, I'm still here today teaching you because I found out what that was. Oh, oh, wow. That's genius. (laughs) It's interesting because I, for the longest time, I had a hard time with people saying, oh, you're so brave. Oh, you're so strong. Oh, you know, you inspire me, blah, blah, blah. And my response was, I don't have a choice. I'm not choosing to be brave or strong or whatever. I'm doing this because I want to survive. I want to live. So that was always a struggle with me when people would say that. But to them, they don't see it that way. But for us, for for those of us who have gone through it, we know the alternative wasn't an option. So you just you just march forward and and you know it isn't it's lovely now to say, yes, I'm a survivor. And I usually try to put that in in the program, in my bio, just in case, you know, somebody out there and, and there's been several young women who have contacted me, you know, through my website or through the theater that I'm working for. And saying, you know, oh, I'm going through it or I went through it too. And it's so inspiring to see that you're living your life now and you're able to move past it. And you basically were able to pick up with your career where you left off. That's the great part of being the survivor, I think, is, is being able to share that. And, and it's a fellowship, you know, with, with other people because you can relate on, on a level unlike anybody else because you've been through it, you know, and you know what that person's going through. So it's, it's our, it's our own special club, I think. 
I believe it. My back looked very different than a lot of people around me and my friends who've had cancer. And for so long, I discredited what I went through because it didn't look like everyone else's or I didn't struggle as hard or the treatment wasn't as hard. And I just had to have this moment of like, oh my gosh, is this a contest? Like this is something that's impacting your life every day for the rest of your life. Like you are, you will be navigating the ramifications of, you know, this disease that you had. I feel very proud about it. It resonates to me because regardless of what type of cancer you get, even if your prognosis is great and your treatment's different, the mental game you go through, the emotional impact it has on your life is it's a lot. And I hate that it's actually becoming a little bit more desensitized because so many people, you can't walk in a room and not have everyone raise their hand. If you say, has anyone been impacted by cancer, either you or someone around you, every single person in a room is going to raise their hand. I think everyone should celebrate and be really proud and strong because it's not easy to get through not easy. Yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty strong cookie, but I'm finally giving myself the acknowledgement that I wasn't able to do when I was younger to say, it's pretty badass that at a 24 year old, you were able to navigate all of these things that you had no idea how to navigate and what amazing resiliency that has shown you. And even through all of these scares, as you've gotten older, you continue to navigate them a big deal. So many thanks to Brianna, Christina, Aaron, Sarah, Laura, Becca, Amanda, Joanna, Katie, Rebecca, and Brianna for all of their contributions throughout this entire artist series. And of course, for sharing their stories. We'll be back soon with our next series, Motherless Daughters. Bad Right Breast is produced by me, Lori Brown Kindred. Music is by the one and only Becca Ayers. Graphic art is by the ever-suave Justin West. Website is by the incredible Alec Adelia. Links to all of their work can be found on the website. Special thanks to Buzzsprout. Please share this podcast with anyone and everyone you know that has been affected by cancer. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Bad Right Breast. But most importantly, we want to hear from you. Please call us with your story at 646-494-4962. Once again, that's 646-494-4962. Or email us at badrightbreast at gmail.com. And let us know if you want your story to be kept anonymous or use a pseudonym. Until next time, listen to your body and take care of yourself.